Welcome to the intensity, the beauty, the breathtaking, heartbreaking, messy and magical experience that it is to be human. This podcast is an invitation to explore deeply and celebrate fully what it means to be here, to be alive. Stories, creations, wisdom, challenges, expression, insights, deconstruction, refinement. We are here to weave it all and create more space for us to be able to digest life. I am Andrea and it is an absolute pleasure to have you here today. Hello, my loves. Welcome to this episode of The Mess and the Magic. I'm feeling freaking feisty today. Feisty, fiery, fiery in my belly. And that is what I'm here to share with you in the most powerful, potent, responsible, and contained way that I can. My intention for this episode, it is a little bit of a recognition of something that I have been noticing in myself for the past years, something that has taken me a really long time to name and be able to articulate, and something that as long as it's not articulated, as long as it lives under the surface, below my awareness, I can't do anything with it. So this, take this as a kindling of your own fire, if you will, and let's go deep into rage and anger and utter disgust at how certain things are running in our world today. This is something that I haven't fully articulated like in a public way before. This is something that I have seriously had the pulse of it in my heart, in my own spaces. And this is the first time that I feel like I want to actually open up this mic and share this with you. In the intention, as I said before, to give name to something that feels really, really relevant. And also to create more spaces where we can have these conversations. I feel for the longest, longest time in my own spiritual journey, in my own process, it all has been very hyper-individualized. It has all been about this discomfort that I'm feeling must be, must have roots in my childhood, in my behavior, in my relationships, in my, 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 my. And it has taken me beautiful, beautiful places. It has taken me to places where I didn't know I needed to examine. It it has taken me to places where I was not connected. I've retrieved part of myself that I didn't even know existed. And I'm very, very grateful for that path. And I wake up with an icky feeling every single day. My belly often feels in knots. I open my Instagram or whatever the thing is. And I know there's a part of me that knows that although I may be scrolling there and just, you know, moving through like bits and pieces, the chances of something that is really going to rile me up is real. Because the world is real. Because the world is riled up. (sighs) 
So I've had to learn how to release the attachment to this intensity being just about me. That this intensity that I'm feeling often because I am very, very sensitive is not just me. It's not just my little life. It's not just here and the things that I'm creating and the things that I don't know how to figure it out. It has everything to do with the way that we have been conditioned, the systems that we're playing in, the fact that so many of us don't even have a say on how money, natural resources, and the earth itself is stewarded. And it takes a lot of us to wake up to that. To the fact that the discomfort that we're feeling is not because we're just like unable to heal or we haven't done the med- the practice or we haven't taken the medicine or we haven't done this or that. It's because the freaking whole world feels on fire. And we have been on fire for the past thousands of years. This is also something that I that I recognized in a lot of the conversations, sometimes we get cynical about this. And cynicism doesn't help. Cynicism doesn't. Cynicism is watching the thing as if it was playing on a screen and it had nothing to do with us. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm inviting you into. I am not there. That they're here for that game at all. However, the world has not not been on fire. It's just that now we have like so much input on it. I was I was thinking about that this morning, like how the internet and social media in general has opened up our nervous system to a whole more stimulus than we can normally regulate. We are the first generation that is regulating information that is happening in Japan, in Hawaii, in South Africa, in China, in Uzbekistan, in the nearing town, and gosh, in in the North Pole, all at the same freaking time. Just think about the scope of that. No wonder why we're feeling like on fucking edge. And the thing with this, the thing that I really, really want to speak here, (laughs) and I'm speaking this into a space for myself, but also for you, if this is medicine for you, if this feels like it lands for you, awesome. If it doesn't, it doesn't matter. You can keep going. It is so freaking important that we start creating more space to digest stuff and start naming the things that are uncomfortable. That this is not just about you and about the things that you want and about the things that you wish. Yes, there's a huge part of that that is vital. You leaning into your joy, no matter how intense things are, Or let's say, you leaning into your joy because that is the sacred, mm, the sacred depth that allows you to be with what is outside is freaking powerful. It is a freaking medicine. 
I was listening to a podcast earlier this week about um, Bogota in the 80s and the 90s. And this is be- it's beautiful, like how it synchronizes. I was having a conversation with my dad over the weekend, like last week about having children and I told him like he was saying that having children right now is really really hard and different than how when he decided to have us I'm the first firstborn I was born in 89 and what I told him was like bringing children into the world in 1989 in Bogota Colombia was not a freaking easy choice it feels let's say comparatively now maybe easier There are definitely other factors that he's taking into consideration now that he probably didn't have to think back then, that's for sure. And we were having that conversation. And then, synchronistically, I found this podcast, and um, I love this lady, by the way. Her name is Diana Uribe. If you can follow um, Spanish, her podcast is freaking epic. She was talking about the history of the city and, and the brutality that... Colombia had gone through in the 80s and the 90s with the whole war on drugs and um, the cartel wars against the the national government, like a whole bunch of things. And one of the things that she said in that podcast was that their way of resistance when they, they were, she was, I think, like probably in her 20s back then, their way of resisting these waves upon waves of violence, of um, destruction, of brutality was to party, to go and dance salsa and sweat because the next day was not guaranteed. And that outside of one of her favorite bars, there was this sign in Spanish that say, el mundo se derrumba y yo derrumba, which rhymes and literally translates, the world is crumbling and I'm here dancing. But like rumba is more than dancing. It's like you're dancing and you're ecstatic and you're like, you're living for it. It's like, that's like that stage when you're like in a party and it's really good and you're vibing with everything and it's just this pulse of aliveness. That is what a rumba is. And it made me realize that it can be ta- it can be interpreted from two sides. It can be interpreted from the side of the cynic of like, oh, the world is crumbling. I might as well just go and dance and sort of like a little like numbing out. Or it can be interpreted from these like grandiose of the spirit of like, we know this shit is happening and here I am. Here I am moving this through my body. Here I am choosing to move my hips to the rhythm of these songs because there is nothing more powerful than resisting through art. And this is, I feel like, what I want to transmit with you. And I, and I, I I'm like in such a state of like, fire energy right now (laughs) I feel like you can hear that in my voice (sighs) I want to invite you to bring your art to life as a active uh, as an active I'm I'm losing the words as an active statement of who you are being right here right now of choosing to be here make your art as a choice to be here 
make your art and feel the pulse of whatever you're creating and be like the pulse of this is the pulse of what everything is made of it's not money it's not success it's not profit it's not all these other things that we're told it is the pulse of life the thing that we're here for and the world has told you and has been conditioning you since you were very, very young, generation after generation even, to believe that you're not worthy of making your art. That you can only find your purpose and your worthiness through working. And working not even like in the things that like fucking lights you up, but in the production model. <clears throat> It is time that we start switching these conversations up a bit. Internally, yes, and externally as well. This is something that has been coming up very, very clearly for me in the past months. There is something that I want to bring into the world that it is about reimagining, deconstructing and reimagining the way that we do business in the sense of the way that we choose to share our creations and our offerings with the the ones that are ready for it. There has been so much distortion in the way that I have been programmed regarding that. And it has taken me years, years to even start noticing. And I've been noticing and I've been in these like really intense motherfucking melting pot with these. I chose to say yes to this idea. And here is a beautiful thing. When I choose, like when we choose to say yes to ideas, and this is also something that I've I really want to name and I really want to call it for us here. When we say yes to ideas, they freaking move through us. They are an initiation for us. They are an initiation for us so then we can share that medicine with others. I said yes to this idea four months ago. And honestly, there was a moment two months, like not two weeks ago, where I called my mentor in fucking tears. And when I was like, I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. And then by the end of our conversation, I told her about the program that I was doing. And she was like, girl, you should have started there. You should have started by telling me where you were at. What was the thing that you were calling in? What was the the thing that you were weaving? So I could also know what it was the thing that was coming up. And it was hilarious. And we laughed and it was very beautiful and very cathartic. Um, So yeah. I want to invite us into a different way of relating to, first of all, to the icky belly inside, to the tension, to the contraction inside, to yes, breathe and feel if there's anything individually, like in our personal lives that can be taken care of and soothed and and tended to, to remember, to remember that we are not in a vacuum and that what happens in the world Whether we know it or not, whether we've seen the post or not, whether we've been reading the news or not, whether we have been in touch with it or not, is still streaming into us. So there is a part of that that is, how do I digest as much as as I can with what I have? And part of that digestion is, yes, the creating more space yes the learning how to regulate ourselves how to self-soothe how to digest the big emotions and and the most digestive powerful freaking force in the universe 
available to us humans is art. And creating our art from a place of like, I'm aching for this. And I'm choosing to to alchemize my ache into a beautiful piece of whatever it is. That is what I feel we need. Individually, collectively, in all sorts of directions. We need your art. And I, when I say we, is the person next to you, the person that you go and order your coffee from, the your, your parents, your siblings, your neighbor, the people that see you on Instagram, the people that follow the things that you say. We freaking need your art and your perspective and your digestion of the current state of life and the translation of that into something beautiful. And when I say beautiful, I mean it real. That it is in connection with your heart. That it is a life pulse that we can feel outside of your body. That is what I wanted to share with you today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for receiving me. If this lands for you and you want to share it with someone else, awesome. And if not, all good. (laughs) And if you receive this fire and you want to have a conversation about it and you want to uh, bounce a little bit up and down, DM me on Instagram. I'm up for it. And I really want to thank you for being here. I appreciate your, your desire for tuning in. And I'll leave you and love you and I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for being here today. I really appreciate your time, your attention and your energy. I invite you to come over to nourishingwitch.com and sign up for the juice letter if you haven't already. These are delicious contemplations and stories that I share every week from my heart to yours. There you will also find my current mentoring offerings and if you choose to work together, it will be an absolute honor to walk this journey with you. For now, I sent you off with big, big, big love and I hope you have a wonderful day wherever you're listening to this.